Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Happy Monday. It's the Big K Morning Show. Larry Richard, Marty Griffin off. Back tomorrow. Susie Cool from our news team in Happy Monday. Yeah, happy Monday. And in a few minutes, we're going to check in with our sports director, Jeff Hathorne. It was a crazy busy weekend, and Pitt basketball ends up doing something on the road they haven't done since 1979 at Duke. And we'll, I'm sure if you're a sports fan, you've heard of it. We'll get some details <laughs> coming up. And right now, we welcome the regional director, the Three Rivers region of Special Olympics is. Andrew Fee. Andrew, welcome to KDKA. Hey, thanks for having me this morning. No problem. Uh, so it is our understanding that there is a, a bigger announcement coming later this week. Uh, for the Big. Big. Humongous. We're not going to say what it is, though, Andrew. We know we can't. Um, however, you know, how can we maybe get people a little hyped up as to what other events or announcements that are already out for the Special Olympics in the Pittsburgh area? You know, what do you guys really have going on at this time of the year? Yeah, it's one of our busiest times of year. We just got off of uh, about 175 athletes competing in bowling yesterday in Mount Lebanon. Uh, we have our upcoming polar plunge uh, in February outside of Akershire. Uh, we have a polar plunge this weekend in Beaver County. So it's a busy time of year for events, fundraising events, and competition events. Um, but as you said, Wednesday we're making a large announcement about a national tournament coming to Pittsburgh. So we're excited about that. Ooh, I like that. And and how do you put these events together? What goes behind the decision of, you know, a polar plunge is a great idea or, you know, whether it's the I see the winter games that you're also putting on at Seven Springs. What goes behind putting these events together? Yeah, a lot of staff time and resources, um, but also we're a volunteer-run organization. So mm -hmm. many of these events, uh, that's how I got started with Special Olympics before coming on staff. I was a volunteer. Uh, and that's really how you get to experience the mission, get to experience the joy of our athletes uh, coming out and volunteer. And that's really, you know, we wouldn't be able to do it without the volunteers. Um, so most of these are volunteer-run events uh, with staff support. Um, and the competition piece, the athletes are competing, training weekly, uh, going to Seven Springs and coming down the mountain as much as we can uh, to prepare for our winter games. So just like any other athlete would, uh, our athletes just have intellectual disabilities, but they have great abilities as well. Let's talk about this polar plunge part. <laughs> yeah. Susie and I were just talking about it. Is this something you also do, Andrew, or are you just a spectator of uh, plunging into ice-cold water? Uh, you you kind of have to do it when you're uh, 
no. trying to get others to do it. Uh, we we do it quite a few um, times each year. I'll probably do it about 30 times this year. So, what? Uh, and we, we have a group called our Super Plungers. Uh, they plunge 24 times in four hours. Um, Susie, you could be a Super Plunger. I do not want to be a Super Plunger. That sounds terrible. It's for a good cause, but continue, Andrew. Yes, yeah, it's 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 intense, but um, you know they raise a certain amount of money uh, for Special Olympics athletes, and the, that's how they give back to all their donors and supporters. Uh, but it's it's cold. I mean, you're freezing for a reason. We say get be bold, get cold. Um, mm-hmm. But but it's a great it's a great way to build awareness for the Special Olympics movement. I think a lot of people are aware of Special Olympics, but they don't know how hyper local it is. We have four thousand athletes in Southwest PA. Uh, that have free programming year-round uh, in 24 different sports. So that's why we do the Polar Plunge. Uh, obviously, it's fun. It's a wild yinzer party, uh, but we do it for the athletes to continue the programming. And when is the Polar Plunge, Andrew? Uh, February 23rd and 24th, outside of Akershire and Art Rooney Avenue. We don't go into the river. We go into swimming pools uh, on the roadway. So Well, we'll make sure Susie is there covering this oh you too larry larry's going live (laughs) and (laughs) and wednesday a big announcement coming from our special olympics here in the three rivers region andrew fee appreciate you jumping on this morning and then you'll be getting ready to jump in to the polar water next thanks for having me thanks for all you guys do to support special olympics you got it man it sounds like fun yeah we appreciate uh the work that the volunteers do so it's, it's a terrific cause, and I really do think you should be there, Susie. You too, Larry. We could do it together. Uh, I don't know about that ice-cold water oh, thing. Oh, are you suddenly busy February 23rd I think I and am. 24th? I probably won't be here. Interesting. In-, In studio, we have our Odyssey Sports Director, Jeff Hathorne, who's doing double duty today, right? You're over at the fan working with uh, Pat Bostick and Doran Dickerson. Yes. you are. You, there is a big like showcase window that goes by here. And I believe you're being heckled as we are talking right now. Thanks, Pat Bostick. He had a birthday yesterday and uh, him and I guess you guys were having some fun at my expense over chasing on the road with the football team. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, you can't describe it on the radio. It was just, it, it was an awkward moment for Larry who was trying to chase down a bus for us. Um, but the way he was running just kind of caught everybody. Show Susie. I, I, I mean, I'm trying to describe it to <laughs> listeners. If you think about the whitest run ever, <laughs> that was what Larry was doing. <laughs> and okay, and he had his phone out. It was and it, and it, phone had, out, butt out, and, and he was doing <laughs> doing this like kind of trot run, but not quite uh, run, but not walk. It was it was. But what's lost here is poor Larry was just trying to make sure we had a ride home. What's lost is I got the ride we needed to get back to the hotel. Yeah, did you get the ride? Not because of sure speed, but anyway. The the person definitely was like, is this man in need? Do I need to stop and help? And you know where that was? Duke. (gasps) That's right. was a great place to be Saturday night. (laughs) And I'll tell you what, I I happened to be listening to... Bill Hillgrove and Curtis Aiken uh, in the second half, and I'm thinking, you know, they were up when I tuned in. Pitt was up, and I'm thinking they can't possibly maintain this lead. And how significant 
was a basketball pit basketball win on the road at Duke. Yeah, that was huge. I mean, they were they were struggling. They had just come off a bad loss to Syracuse, and you thought, man, they. Cable even said, like, I, we need to go on the road. We need to where we have less pressure, but not Duke. <laughs> Duke's right. You know, and for those that don't know, Capel played there, coached there, has a great respect. They respect him. It uh, and somebody got up on the score, score. So Blake Henson was seven of seven from three, but he kept being heckled by the by the fans there. They call him the Cameron Crazies. They even print out insults. Oh yeah, sh- like they do their homework and like here insult him about this, insult him about that, that. Shocks me. So they've got all these lines. So after the game is over, he jumps up on the scores table and just gives it right back to the fans as he should. And they were giving him the single finger wave back and yelling at him. And it, it it doesn't last long. I mean, it wasn't up there a long, long time. Obviously, Coach Capel would have probably not encouraged that, but no. secretly he had to think, you know what, let him have it. Yeah, you're caught up in the emotion. It wasn't premeditated. That's why I think it's different. It wasn't like a dance or something where he had to think about it. It was just the joy of the moment. Mm-hmm. He jumped up on this table and gave it right back to the Duke fans and then went off the court. I texted Bill Hillgrove the next day yesterday and I said the only thing that would have been because Bill loved it right as Curtis did and Bill's late partner Dick Grote played there and he's revered there and I said it's the spirit of Dick Grote I said the only thing better Bill would have been if you got up on the scorer's table and mooned the crowd oh (laughs) I took a turn by the way do you guys feel bad for Bill's fans I don't feel bad for the Bill's fans I feel bad for the kicker because he will be forever. I mean, he's got to move now. There's just so much in that moment. You hate to be him. The fans all just gasp. There's not a single. There couldn't have been a sound other than maybe Taylor Swift cheering. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we, we we get sad here. But six Super Bowls. Yeah. They went to four in a row and didn't win any of them. Mm-hmm. They then they some... get another generational quarterback. Yep. And they're blocked by Patrick Mahomes, much like the Steelers were blocked by Tom Brady. Right. It's, I mean, it's just uh, yeah, it's, tough for them. Yeah, it is. In that note, I know you got to get back to work. You do a great job with the Jeff Capel radio show, too, every week. And it's going to be a lot of fun this week, I would imagine. <laughs> it's going to be able to get that win tomorrow against Georgia, against Georgia Tech. Then it's even more fun. Yeah. But, yeah, talking about that Duke game will be good. Jeff be Hathorne, awesome. our sports director. Thank you, Jeff. Thanks, guys. Bye, Jeff. We just talked to Andrew Fee, who is the regional director at Three Rivers mm-hmm. of the Special Olympics. They get a big announcement, by the way. This is very big, genuinely so, on Wednesday. Yes. But mentioned a few events, and one is coming up in February 23rd and 24th, PNC, in the Polar Plunge Pool, and you've just got an official invitation yeah. uh, to plunge. Somebody said, you got to come out. Larry, am I going to have to do this? I think so. I think, you know, as a professional, I, you, you've received the invitation. You want to help Special Olympics, right? I do. And yes. you're always looking, you know, management here always wants videos and always picture. At, so. Yeah. Man, I, I will not opt to do the 24 times. And What did he say? An hour? No. They. Oh. <laughs> I was like, that's like every other minute, man. No, this is 20, <laughs> I think it's twice a month for years, what he was suggesting. No, the the 
what did he call them? The super plungers? Super plungers. It was like they did it 24 times in four hours or something like I that. I actually could have used a super plunger over the weekend. <laughs> but what? What is going on? Susie, we'll be in. You're in. And our newest news team member is Susie Cool, and she is all that. All that? I mean, cool and so much more. Oh, okay. And Marty, by the <laughs> way, is off today. He's uh, looking at colleges, so uh, he'll be back tomorrow, I'm sure, with some tales of the road. In the meantime, so Susie, I'm you, just hanging out. we share you with Paul Zeiss and Rick Dayton <laughs> in the afternoon throughout the course of the week. Yes. So with us, Marty and me on Mondays, every Monday from now on at this time, you've got mm -hmm. the cool scoop. What do you got today? Today I'm changing up a little bit because usually I go on about what happened over the weekend, which honestly I relax a lot. It's some Italian food. There's nothing too crazy coming from that. So I decided, because I saw this today, to go over TikTok relationship theories with you. TikTok? Relationship theories. Yes. Okay. And, okay Explain. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to name something. So... I'm going to say the orange peel theory, and you're going to have to be like, okay, what is that? You're going to have to try and guess what that is in terms of a relationship. The orange peel yes. theory. Mm -hmm. Rough on the outside, sweet on the inside. No, but that's a good guess. So the orange peel theory apparently is I'm sitting there on my couch, and I have an orange, and I just simply do not want to peel it. So I would look at my boyfriend, and I would say, will you peel this orange for me? And if he's like get lost, and then this like is a test. then he needs to get lost. But if he peels it for me, then he's a keeper. So did you ever see a Bronx Tale the movie? I have not. Well, this guy in the movie, the guy, mm -hmm. Chaz, he tells the kid he's going on a date in a car, and he says you got to do the. If she doesn't unlock your door, so you take her. And wait, how's that work? Oh, oh yeah, goodness, okay. you. You open the door for her mm -hmm. on the passenger side of the car. And if she doesn't move over to unlock your door, of course, it's different now with yeah. key fobs. But back in the day, if she didn't do that, that was a test. Interesting. Wow. That should have been, you know, TikTok should have been around then, right? But now you got keyless. Yeah, now, now it's it just matter. everything gets unlocked. Okay, the second theory, the bird theory. What do you think this is? The bird theory. Theory. So you're talking about relationships? Yes. Oh, boy. Eats like a bird? I don't know. <laughs> no, this would be we're in the middle of a conversation, and I happen to see a beautiful bird. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, look at that beautiful bird. Even though you're telling a super important whatever story, if you don't acknowledge that I just acknowledged a beautiful bird, then clearly you don't care that. I acknowledged a beautiful bird. Or care that you interrupted a very important story. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I was kind of confused by that one because I was like, that is slightly rude that you're just interrupting it. But I guess if it's that pretty, then you might as well acknowledge it, you know? It's a narcissist thing. It's all about you. <laughs> um, The invisible thread theory. Invisible thread. Yes. This oh. one's good. All right. What do you got? It's... So you met this person years ago, which oh, sounds like my situation. You met this person years ago, but you were not supposed to be together then. So then you like go throughout life, but somehow this invisible string is still linking you to this person. And then you end up together when the time is right and when the timing is right. But you always happen to be like running into them or like 
you know, talking with them somehow or somehow you're always connected by this invisible string. So the old school theory would be like the butterfly, let it go. And if it's meant to come back, yeah. you, then it's meant to be. Mm-hmm. If it survives I didn't realize it was a thread, yes. an invisible thread. An invisible thread. Whoa. The February-March theory. Coming into spring. Mm-hmm. Closing out winter. Mm-hmm. Change of seasons mm-hmm. at the end of March. This and- one, yeah. All right. Self-explanatory. I feel like everybody calls October and November cuffing season. That's what the young people call it. You like. Why do you say that to me like that? What do you mean? That's what the young people. Oh, I didn't do that. I did do that. I kind of shook my head at him. I'm so sorry, Larry. I'm sorry. But yeah, it's cuffing season. We're going to go past this. What is that? You, you essentially, like when October rolls around, you get into a relationship to be in a relationship over the quarter months, over the holidays. And then February is like the month of love. You celebrate Valentine's Day. And then something about March, something about March, you break up. Something happens. Yeah, it gets warmer out. And all of a sudden, it's summertime, and everybody wants to be single in the summer. Have oh, you ever is that heard, right? Have you ever heard that song no. by Sam Hunt? No. Oh, it's a banger. It is a banger. <laughs> in February, it's, I'll tell you what's romantic, Groundhog Day. Oh, I, that's, I, I really hope my boyfriend wants to celebrate Groundhog's Day with me this year, yes. I think you should go cover it. At Punxsutawney, I can... If I got to go on a field trip, I 100% would go and cover I can it. hook you up. Yeah, you know, I mean... I'm an honorary Inner Circle member. Wow. Yeah. Have you ever met Phil? Many times. Have you shake, shaken his... Shook his Phil hand? and I have talked. Oh, okay. It's the invisible thread theory. You're just linked to Phil for eternity. Invisible thrill. So, do you have these posted somewhere? I don't, but I can post them somewhere. Yeah, and if people want to follow... Your visits around town to different mm-hmm. places. You can follow me at Suze Kewl. That's S-U-Z-K-E-W-L. I know it's a little confusing, but that's the name on Instagram and Twitter. And I'm always open for ideas, even topics to talk about, places to go. Send them my way, people. That's the cool scoop on the Big K Morning Show. So if you like politics, it's going to be a busy day tomorrow. New Hampshire is in the bullseye. And... Yesterday, it was announced that Ron DeSantis will not be running for president. With the details from CBS, Penny Komen. Speaking with voters out here in New Hampshire, there's a very clear divide between pro and anti-Trump Republicans. So while Ron DeSantis did endorse Trump on his way out yesterday, Nikki Haley is still likely pretty hopeful that she's going to pick up some of his voters. It's clear to me that a majority of Republican primary voters want to give Donald Trump another chance. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis suspending his campaign yesterday, throwing his support behind former President Trump and taking a parting shot at former GOP rival Nikki Haley. We can't go back to the old Republican guard of yesteryear, a repackage formed of warmed over corporatism that Nikki Haley represents. That's the sound of a two person race. Yet on the campaign trail, both Haley and Trump wish DeSantis well. I'd like to take time to congratulate Ron DeSantis. And they continue to trade barbs. The majority of Americans disprove of Trump and Biden. She's unelectable. Haley even questioned Trump's mental fitness after he appeared to confuse her with House Speaker Nancy Pelosi while discussing January 6th. Nikki Haley 
is in charge of security. We offered her 10,000 people. I wasn't even anywhere near the Capitol. The reality is he was confused. With just one day until the nation's first primary election, multiple polls are still showing Donald Trump with a double-digit lead. I hope that Trump wins. I believe he will. More or less rooting for Nikki Haley at the moment, just because I want Trump to lose. Meanwhile, Democrats are organizing a write-in campaign for President Biden, since his name will not appear on the ballot. And the reason President Biden's name is not going to be on the ballot here in New Hampshire tomorrow is because the Democratic Party decided to make South Carolina the first in the nation primary state. So President Biden is complying with that new initiative. In Manchester, New Hampshire, I'm Penny Commit, CBS News. So, maybe not a big surprise to a lot of people because uh, Donald Trump continues to far outweigh the uh, power of those two. I think they thought they'd have a better chance, Nikki Haley and Ron mm -hmm. DeSantis. Yeah, just bulldozing everybody. And I, I looked at you as the package was going, and I, I said, somebody else just dropped out last week. It, he's just taking it by storm, which I feel is surprising a lot of people. But at the same time, there's a reason why these people continue to support him. So you're 31 years old. Do you pay that close attention to the politics side? And I, do you vote? I will be honest with you. I don't pay as close attention to politics as I should, but that's also because I've grown up in a day and age where I see sometimes it can hurt relationships or fights, you know, start to break out because of it. And I just, I don't want to be a part of that. I'm a very, you know, let's just keep it as it is, even keel type of person. If I don't have an opinion, then what are you going to fight with me on, you know, um, so I will say I kind of distance myself from it, but I am getting more familiar with it. Being in the world of sports, you can kind of turn a blind eye to it and whatever happens, happens. But now I'm in news, so I have to pay attention, right? That's correct. And I think a lot of people feel like you where they don't want to talk about it no. because it's become very divisive over the course of the last couple of elections. Mm -hmm. And this is going to be no different. It, yeah, I don't know if it were different, if it weren't as heated over the last couple of elections. Maybe I would have a different approach being a young adult, you know, knowing that my vote does matter. However, seeing just the emotions stirred from the last couple of elections, it's hard to want to put myself in that position for, you know, to be a part of a fight whenever we should all really be in this together. It has hurt relationships and it is very divisive and, it, you know, it's far from over. Mm -hmm. and, and it will be interesting to see what does happen next. Mm -hmm. I mean, as far as New Hampshire, now that Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley, Nikki's the lone survivor, yeah. and she was at 34%. Donald Trump was way above 50%. So I don't see her overtaking him. So unless something of the legal matters are mm -hmm. somehow uh, overcome, and, and here's the other thing you'll notice. If somebody says they don't like Donald Trump, well, they always go, well, what about Joe Biden? There are a lot of people that aren't really thrilled with either that, and, and, and what's going on right now. That was Haley on that clip saying, you know, nobody really right, approves right. of there's, Trump or Biden. There's probably a large part of America like you that would like to figure out, get an adult in there and <laughs> Can go to work. Can everybody just be friends? Yeah, well, apparently, <laughs> no. no. <laughs>
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.